1: Thank you for downloading this episode of Just Ball Things NBA Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and give us a rating and review on iTunes. And now, on with the show. Shut up and sit down.
0: This week on JBT Pod. Trades, trades and more trades. We'll be discussing all the NBA trades this week. And free agency kicked off last night. We'll be discussing the big money contracts, including who stayed and who left. And over in New York, the Knicks have seen the light and have gotten rid of Phil Jackson. We'll be discussing where it leaves their franchise and where their future's headed. And be sure to join us for a brand new edition of Hashtag Alternative Fact as we rate all the free agency rumors. So shut up, sit down, because JBT is about to begin. Good morning, afternoon, or evening from wherever you're listening across the world. Welcome to this edition of Just Ball Things NBA Podcast. My name is Nick Buesink, and my personal best for cheesy puffs in my mouth is 10. Let that one uh, sit Is this a new thing we're
1: doing now, Nicholas? (laughs) Like, we're just doing random facts about your horrible life?
0: Yep, yep. You can question him if you'd like, um...
1: So I think people are gonna fast forward the first two minutes of our podcast. That that that's safe to say. Sounds that.
0: about right. And with me today, who is rudely interrupting, um, on this episode one point twenty eight, we have the J Man J pod. Jack Emanuel, how are we, mate?
1: Mate, I'm very good, but I'm uh I'm feeling a bit upset because uh didn't get a response from Jimmy G. Buckets. We gave him a message the other day. I think you're like a, a little
0: response. late to the party. He was taking calls, but he can't be responding to messages, mate. He's a busy man. Oh come on, what what WhatsApp, I feel like, a
1: thing would be Jimmy Buckets. Like, you know, maybe iPhone messages that you just skim through and leave them. But WhatsApp's a bit more special. Um, did you message him, Nicholas?
0: I did not. By the time I saw it, did it was already well, well and truly done. I was like, nah, too late. I would have liked... He's not going to pick up a freaking... Plus, mate, that's a lot of money. I can't be a fo- I can't afford to make some international fancy calls, even if it is to Why Jimmy Why don't I have to reverse? Even if... <laughs> You think he's got to accept the, char- the collect <laughs> charges? he going to be like, no, fuck this guy. <laughs> Try to well, charge. That that a- It's like, mate, you just signed. You, you're owning millions. You, give me the couple of dollars just to give me the pleasure to talk to you, you piece of shit.
1: For, for those that are wondering, um, you know, check out the Facebook page. But I wrote on my message to him, hi, Jimmy. I was wondering if you actually had a butler. Get it? Because it's in your name. Looking forward to hearing from you. Kind regards. Um,
0: that's probably why he didn't Jimmy did answer butler? you because you're a fucking idiot.
1: Do you think Jimmy Butler has a butler? Important question.
0: I hate you. Does he though? You like, should have asked not, him about his a beatbox. Cool. Should have, uh, uh, a boom, you should have asked him about his boombox bloody fish tank. fish tank. That's what the Actually, people want to know. It's
1: fair call. All right, I'll, Nick, I'll message him now. All right? You keep talking about some other stuff. 100%
0: that, you know, 100% that was a burner phone And. Uh, that number does not exist anymore. There is no No, no, way. No, it
1: doesn't exist anymore. But did you see that like, um, on Twitter, obviously, um, the voicemail, he actually leaves a voicemail. He's like, hi, this is Jimmy Butler. Leave your name and message. And especially if you're a hater. Um, so like he, he obviously has a burner phone, but I'm just like, it's nice way to get a bit of, um, fandom going and popularity. And speaking of popularity, Nicholas segue. um, there is a stat I saw on Twitter that, like exemplifies just the crazy, crazy popularity that's been happening this off season in the NBA. So, the average NBA-related tweets per day during the 2016 regular season was 652,000. During the 2016 free agency, this this is free agency, sorry, it's 800,000. That's ridiculous.
0: That is that's uh, that's a lot of numbers. Those are, those are some big numbers, Jack.
1: Nick, you're all about the numbers. You're a bloody engineer. Like you should we have some more insight to numbers than just saying those are big numbers you numbers are large.
0: Un- that's uh all right, let's get into that's my
1: input. Let's get into some trades, Nicholas, because obviously you're providing me nothing today. So we got some <laughs> trades, Nicholas. Let's get into the trades.
0: Yes. Um obviously massive massive week. It's always it's always a massive week. It's gonna be a massive week until Till the start of the season, really. Like, everything, can, everything can keep happening. Um, We'll start with a few of the early ones in the week. Some things that have already... You know, if you've, they've happened, you've gotten time to digest them. Uh, Clippers have traded Chris Paul in a big move. Uh, and they have received Lou Williams, Patrick Beverly, Sam Decker, DeAndre Liggins, Darren Hillard, Montrezal Harrell, Kyle Viltger. Um, yeah, I'll pay a, a t- a 2018 <laughs> first round, uh, top three protected pick, and six hundred and sixty-one thousand dollars in cash money. Cash um, yeah, So they've essentially traded them a team. um uh, oh, no, it's eight players. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. In, 8 With the
1: 2018 pick. In my short
0: experience in and actually paying attention to trades, this has to be one of the biggest ones. Like in terms of sheer volume
1: and like, like that's three a... players in that list three or four players in that list are actually you know decent rotation players what one's a starter like patrick beverly very serviceable replacement for chris paul lou williams he's gonna get your buckets sam decker nice up and coming youngster um people forgot DeAndre Ligon's defensive prowess with the Cavs. Like, I, I feel like he would have been very useful for the Cavs in the playoffs. And Montrezl Harrell is a nice young piece as well. And Darren Hillard and Kyle Viltcher are just two people's names I just don't know.
0: Yeah, um, was, but, you yeah, know, you know was go say. along with some cash money as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, getting some more cap space there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, obviously this this trade for Rockets is, is great. I mean, I, I think they gave up a lot. I mean... I can imagine what happened in the trading table. is just like, all right, we'll give you Lou Williams, Patrick Beverly, Sam Deck, like the big names. And then yeah. Clippers turn around and be like, all right, we'll see how, see how far we can stretch this. How bad do you want um, Paul? Uh, we want Darren Hillard. It's like, fine. Uh, okay. We want <laughs> Kyle Vilcher as well. It's like, fine. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, we, Vilcher, we want Montrezal Harrell. It's like, God, God damn it. <laughs> fine. It's like, no more. <laughs> What about six hundred and sixty one thousand dollars in cash money. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly that's like exactly the, what happened.
1: Do they send over like the cash money in like one of those um money signed bags? Or like is it in a suitcase? Is it like how does the money just go into like Doc Rivers pay account? This is there like, a seems,
0: uh, this seems w- it's well above my pay grade, mate. I mean I'm lucky if I see six hundred and sixty one thousand dollars in my life. <laughs> so yeah, uh, if JBT, JBT takes off, did, mate. long way
1: to go, mate.
0: Yeah, that's it. JBT goal. Um, uh,
1: but we'll be talking about this a bit more in our discussion points because this makes the Rockets a legit contender and makes them have one of, if not one of the best backcourts in the NBA. So we'll be having a bit of a chat about that later. Mm-hmm. But Nicholas, uh, the T-Wolves and the Jazz made a bit of a nice trade. Uh, what, what happened there?
0: I wonder. Um, after all this speculation of, you know, trying to see how this team works and, me saying you know Ricky Rubio is a good piece in this team T-Wolves have gone and traded Ricky Rubio um for a first round pick uh for for the, for a Jazz for, to the Jazz sorry for a 2018 first round pick via the Thunder that is top 14 protected um they need a point guard and which we'll get onto uh later which they already had yeah. but initially when yeah. um when this went down it's just like all right um, obviously they had some issues with Rubio. They obviously didn't have a problem playing him all of last season. Um, I think he works. He's a very good defensive player, but you know, Tom Thibodeau knows more than I, uh, I would like to see how Ricky Rubio fix, fits in this team, but obviously he doesn't fit in the plans of the T-Wolves. Um, and Jazz have picked up, uh, another guard and you'd essentially say that George Hill is... Pretty much out now, um, but yeah, this is this is not so much a you know big big trade, but it's a it's a nice little one.
1: He's fit with the Jazz. I like Nicholas. You know Rudy Gobert and Ricky Ruby, I'm
0: going to be liking that pick and roll and adds to the that defense. defensive. Yeah, it, it, that's yeah, like it, two very defensive great. players. Two very good defensive yeah. players. Yeah. What was the big
1: one that happened this week, Nicholas? The big, 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 big one. I mean, Chris Paul. One of the best point guards of our generation was traded, but the the, the news was absolutely pale in comparison to what happened uh, a couple of nights ago.
0: That's right. The Wizards had signed Tim Frazier from the...
1: I refuse to do this podcast with you ever again. You mentioned the Wizards in in opportune times. Nick, what actually happened? You horrible. All horrible... Right. a nice
0: bastard. a nice little trade um, involving the Pacers and Thunder. Um, the Pacers have officially traded Paul George to the Thunder for nothing. Pretty much. Pretty, pretty much. Uh, Demontis Sabonis and Victor Oladipo. Uh, no picks in there. Yeah, um, no picks at all. Yeah, I just feel that if Larry Bird was still in um in charge, this wouldn't have happened.
1: I was listening to the start of um the start of the starters, um, drop pod, and they were talking about the the Paul George trade in depth, and I think it just um it shows that Kevin Pritchard and you know the Pacers front office must be super high on Victor Oladipo because. The offer they could have gotten from um, the Denver via the Cavaliers was they could have gotten Gary Harris and a first-rounder. From the the Celtics, they could have got a, a, one of those first-rounders. I think Jake Craner was involved in a deal. Um, and then Marcus Smart possibly as well. So uh, I, I don't understand why they took this. And, and I think it proves that they must have been just super high on Victor Oladipo. And another little tidbit that... The thunder actually saved salary by getting rid of Victor Oladipo and Sabonis. So, like they saved money by taking on Paul George, which is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I know it's insane. The the deal that Pritchard had, had struck there is just absolute gold. I uh, don't know really what Pacers was were crazy. thinking. I feel that it the starters, Presti, sh- not Pritchard. Oh, sorry, Pritchard. Oh, sorry, Presty. Yeah, sorry, my, my mistake. Yeah. Um, the starters really shut down the notion of. Um, the Pacers not wanting to deal with an Eastern Conference team. I think there's, I, I feel that there's more salt in that than you know. There's more more depth in that theory than yeah, than I than they that they give it gave it credit for. I mean yeah, you make Boston uh, an incredible team with Paul George. They are best team in the East. Um, they already are the best team of the East technically. Um, they add Paul George, they add that piece, and they just become. A lot better. They don't want that in their own conference. I mean, I can see that happening. So, and I, I've I've have it on, well, not good accord, but I, I've heard that Danny Ainge is quite, um uh, quite a quite a man to deal with. He's uh, like you know, Pat so, Riley.
1: Sorry, it was like Pat Riley. Yeah, yeah, Miami yeah, of course, yeah. Of course, yeah. The dime a dozen.
0: Mm. So, it could have been in spite but then you don't put the future of your franchise exactly, exactly on such a petty thing. Um, but not strengthening your conference is, you know, something that I, I think is worth looking into uh, because there is, there is no way, there is no way that if uh, the, the report that came out by Woj um was that Crowder and another starter got offered, and rumblings are that there—that's an Avery Bradley. Like that's yeah, what I heard. You, yeah. Uh, why decline that? There is no feasible reason you would decline that offer.
1: Yeah, and and I think uh, that you're, you're making a decent point about the the whole Eastern Conference thing, Nicholas. Because, I mean, there are so there's the West has become even more stacked with. Um, with Paul George heading over there now, it, it's, and, I mean, if, if you trade Paul George, to the team that knocked them out, of the playoffs, in the Cleveland Cavaliers, there's got to be some sort of, um, you know, an ego, there, there might have been ego in play, I, I think it's a fair point, you bring up, um, the fact that they couldn't get, um, a, a first rounder, or, or, or some sort of a pick, or a pick swap, like a, a second rounder, for a first rounder, or something, um, it, 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 it bewilders belief, but, you know, I think, you make a good point, Nicholas. Uh, I never thought I'd say that about your basketball knowledge, but Nicky boy, mate, you're, you're paying attention. I like it. Keep it up, son.
0: Thank you, thank you. I stole it from the experts. <laughs> no, I mean they knocked it down. I mean, I they knocked it down so quickly. I'm just like, surely there's more into it. I mean, it's a nice game of chess they're playing here. Like, why strengthen your opposition? At the other, at, on the other end, I mean, those draft picks from the Celtics. I mean, if um, reports are they weren't m- mentioning anything higher, they you know there weren't any lux. Oh, not luxury. What's the what's the? Word? They weren't the Nets ones. Yeah, I mean, they weren't any uh, high picks. But it's better than no picks. That's what I mean. So yeah, like, yeah. they could have got a lot better, um, a uh-huh. lot better than what they did. But obviously, they're quite yeah. high on Victor Oladipo. That's the only, it's the only thing that makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, wh- wh- where do you think this leaves the um well, enough about the paces. Where does this leave the Thunder?
1: Oh man, I'm excited.
0: This Paul is... George and
1: Russell Westbrook. they they've, man, they've
0: become is... they finished 7th last year. There is no reason they're not a top 4 team now, especially now the Clippers are oh, out I'm there, Utah Utah are uh, heading out. Like oh, it, I mean, it if Haywood stays. It looks like. uh, yeah, okay, that. if Haywood stays, but there's no reason why Thunder can't finish ahead of Jazz even with Haywood Still there, yep. yep. So that that's uh, you know, you're thinking obviously Spurs, Warriors, Rockets definitely now. Um, maybe I mean the two the two guards the two you know All Star guards could clash. I mean you don't know what's going to happen there, but you'd think that Dan Turney can figure it out, and they're a, they're a top two seed. I reckon they're above the Spurs at the moment. Um, yep. And there's no reason why the Thunder can't be fourth. Uh, I mean they're a serious. Serious contender at the moment, but you know you got to get past the um, you got to get past the juggernauts of the Warriors, and that's ultimately what it comes down to. And if they can't do that, then what was the point? So that's another bad thing yeah. of that sort of win now attitude, because you you put yourself a mighty task to be able to win now. And are the Thunder better than the Rockets at the moment? No, not uh, with, not with George.
1: Look, and uh, there was a good point made during the week. Um, Chad's just made a good point quickly that um, the Thunder are going to need a starting shooting guard. Um, they're going to need to pick up someone in free agency, or, um, you know, the, the Aussie guy. Not he not Aussie, but he played in the NBL. Um, he's going to have to develop rapidly because they don't have a, a starting shooting guard now. Um, but it, it's a fair point, Nicholas, because you know they now have two stars. You know, Paul George sort of replaces Kevin Durant in a sense. Where mm-hmm. and that year. Um, you know they, they they push the Warriors. Um, how Paul Paul George is almost a better fit alongside Russell Westbrook to me than Kevin Durant. He's not. I feel like he can be he can defer and they can stagger those lineups in a way. And Paul George his defense probably isn't as good as Kevin Durant's was last season, but he certainly has um, the the defensive yeah. prowess to you know highlights and and lift up you know russell's shortcomings he's in that not sense. a you defensive know.
0: liability Russell. by any means no um, not at all yeah and,
1: i mean it makes the life so much easier for us and that's what you know we've all been waiting for and you know i think okc are one of my have become one of my favorite teams to watch in the nba next year they're definitely going to be one of those league pass teams with your timberwolves and, and 76ers but alongside all the uh the trades that happened nicholas we had a, a heap of free agencies and and signing trades that happened um Let's uh let's go through them from um you know from what happened earlier in the week to what happened
0: just last night. Yeah, well, free agency kicked off last night, was it? I mean, because uh, of Australian time, it's a bit weird. Yeah, July converting first. it. Yeah, July first. Oh, uh. So some sometime yesterday, um, and already uh, a heap has happened. Some players have resigned, and some have already made the move. Um, Jeff Teague has signed with the Timberwolves for a three-year contract, fifty-seven million dollars. Uh, with a third-year playing player option. Um, so they got their point guard. They got their point guard. And they got yeah, a very I, good point guard at that.
1: But to, to me, like, out of the point guards that are available, um, he would have been probably, in terms of fit with Minnesota, I would have rather had George Hill, I would have rather had Kyle Lowry, I would have rather had Patty Mills than Jeff T. Um, I I said Kyle Lowry. Um, but those, those three... Uh, it's not to say that Jeff Teague probably won't, because he's going to be a, basically a ball handler, uh, an off-ball handler. He's going to have to improve that three-point shot. Um, I'm not sure what his statistics were last year, but he's not a like he's not you know um, Ricky Rubio by any stretch. He can certainly shoot a lot better than him. But with um, players like Andrew Wiggins and Jimmy Butler, who you know need the ball in their hands, Jeff Teague is going to have to be a sort of off-ball point guard in that sense and that's where i think george hill would have fit perfectly that's where i think patty mills would have fit perfectly but we'll get to patty in a bit but um you know in terms of the the payday three years that's a decent length um for the timberwolves and 57 million it's probably you know works out well for both parties um for jeff and, and the Wolves. but there it's all coming together for the Wolves. they're gonna just have to develop that um that bench roster you know speaking to kieran a little bit about it um he, they need, you know, a power forward of some sort um, that can provide some defensive prowess. Maybe a Jermichael Green would be a, a perfect fit from the um, Memphis Grizzlies. But you know, we'll wait and see. But you know, nice, nice move by Teague. If I'm grading it, like you know, out of a ten, I'd probably give it a six for the Timberwolves. I'm not, I'm not that high on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, his, um, I'm just, I've just brought up his uh, stats. Now he's, obviously, he's definitely not a shooter. Forty-four from the field. 35 from three, so not terrible, not great by any by any stretch. Um, Twelve points Sounds a game, like my life, Nicholas. five five assists, which I thought was a little low, but um, his career his career assist numbers are sorry, his career assist numbers are lower than his last year. So he was actually assisting on eight baskets a game last year, which isn't bad. Um, if he can develop that area of his game, that playmaking ability, like of, like what you said. He's not going to um, be running the show. He might. He might be trying to make some plays for some of the bigger boys. But you know, we'll we'll wait and see it's what happens. This... Wow. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, there's a whole summer, mate. He, I'm sure he can um, maybe improve his shot. I mean, it's uh, a lot is still up in the air with this uh, with this signing. I mean, I would have. Pre- I still would have preferred Ricky Rubio. I don't. I don't know. So. Uh, yeah obviously i mean i trust this organization they've they've had this sort of train running for a few years now it's all kind of coming to fruition so you'd hope that their their ideals i guess their their future aligns with the players and this talent that they've got yep here's hoping because i really want the timberwolves to be a force i'd love to see them in the playoffs this year they'd be uh and you would. You, you'd think you would with the signings that they've made.
1: Oh, Jimmy Butler, you've got a top-ten player. Exactly. Um, I think they're going to the playoffs. Exactly. It, it'd be a severe disappointment if they don't.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, they just need to shore up that defense. Um, next, free agent signing. Bit of a predictable one, I think. I I saw it coming. Um, Blake Griffin has re-signed with the Clippers. Five-year, $173 million contract getting paid in LA um I like this for the Clippers. they had to they had to keep one of them didn't they I mean they could, Yeah they couldn't just they couldn't get rid of both of them I mean a lot of people were saying it's like just blow it up properly You don't want to demoralize the fans like that I don't think it's um and
1: especially when they yeah especially when they're trying to move out of Staples Center and Steve Barnes trying to get them their own presence. And um, I think it's Inglewood or somewhere. So, like, yeah, you need to have a relevant franchise in LA alongside the Lakers because you're basically battling for, for airtime and media time. And Blake Griffin is, when healthy, like this guy was a, a top four player. He, he finished high in the MVP two or three years ago, uh, three or four years ago from memory. Um, and I mean, yeah, look, if you're going to pay someone, Blake, you can do worse than Blake Griffin. It's just his injury history is... Um, something that's a little bit sketchy. Um, But I do like this signing. And one thing I wanted to mention, Nick, I read an article earlier uh, in the week on The Ringer, and they were saying how Blake Griffin's, in in the Chris Paul era, the the big three of Clipper era, um, his playmaking abilities were really underutilized, and that's one of his strengths, his passing. Yeah, definitely. Where he was forced to become more of a shooter, more of that bang-and-down player. Whereas now this allows him to be a sort of, maybe a hybrid ball handler, which I, I really want them to do because that's where the NBA is trending with like your Giannis, your Ben Simmons. Um, it, it's a positionless association now. Um, get the ball in Blake Griffin's hands. Let him do some fancy passes and stuff because a lot of his highlights, he's one of the best big man assisters in the game, um, if not from the, from the last sort of few years. So, and I mean, alongside Patrick Beverly as well, um, I, I think the Clippers should still be a, a playoff contender. Um And, I mean, the Suns were in that running, but, you know, the Phoenix Suns tend to be in the running for a lot of players, but no one generally signs with them. It's like, you know, who wants to move to Phoenix when you're living in L.A., to be fair, like, really?
0: Yeah, that's right. I mean, he would have had a very, very, very comfortable life in L.A. Uh, It would be hard to move away from such comforts. Um, And a brilliant city to live in when you're earning, you know, 150 what what was it 173 million dollars over over the next 5 years. Uh LA a bad. pretty well, decent place to live in when you're that rich. Um yeah, I mean Al, uh, Blake Griffin is LA. Like you, Al, you think of the Clippers and it's it's Griffin, especially of of, of he was, he of was their number one pick. Exactly. He's,
1: like he's he's the Clippers franchise. He's one of the best Clippers players of all time. And it's more of a um,
0: good faith move than I think a, a positive move for the franchise. It's not bad. There's still got there's still gonna be a decent team with him because he's still a very good player when he's healthy. But I think it's more of a, a good faith saying, Hey, we love you here. We're gonna tr- we're gonna trust in your ability and we're gonna sign you to five years with that much money. How can you say no? I mean it's yeah, exactly it, it, he took that tour down. Memory lane of his of his own personal museum. They love him there. I mean, you can't say oh. no to that. And it's not a bad th- It's not a bad signing either. It's not like he was forced into it. It's it's still a good place to be for him.
1: Oh no, not at all.
0: So I, I, don't, I don't mind it. Anyway, the big one. The well, big well, well. the the big Steph Curry has resigned for the, <laughs> the Dubs. A five-year supermax deal of two hundred and one million dollars—the highest-paid NBA Make player loud, boy. ever. Um, thankfully, taking that, uh, con- taking that title, I guess, away from Mike Conley, who was uh, who's getting a bit worn down by it, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it is the highest annual salary in the history of major American professional sports, which says a lot that does say there's a lot. A lot of money in it is a lot of money. Um no comment here. Well deserved two-time MVP, absolute pivotal part of the team. I mean there's there's nothing else to say.
1: I think there's a a, a tidbit to to put in there, Nicholas, is the fact that um Iguodala signed last night. We'll get to that signing in a little bit. um Kevin Durant is still yet to sign. Um these guys are gonna be in the luxury tax for sure.
0: Oh, and yeah. I mean yeah, Joe, like,
1: yeah. there's it doesn't mean much because you know they're gonna be a contender for the next five years yeah, and being in that luxury tax. They're an extremely
0: profitable team.
1: Exactly. So it it just it's just interesting to see what Kevin Durant does. He's staying, there's no doubt he's staying. It's just the length of the deal. Like, is he gonna keep doing those, you know, those one and one deals? Um, it seems likely. Um but, yeah, Steph absolutely deserved it. Um, he's you know, also the number one selling jersey above LeBron James in the NBA. So, I mean, you've got to give everything. He, he deserves it all. And, um, you know, there's not many people that dislike Steph Curry. I mean, people that do, like, it's like disliking LeBron James. They haven't done anything bad. Like, they're not Toby Bryant where they apparently assaulted women or they're, they're Dennis Rodman where they have sex with Madonna or whatever and hang out with Kim Jong-un. Steph Curry is awesome, well-deserved. Um, who's in the next one that um, made a nice re-signing? An Aussie, I hear Nicholas. A couple Aussies in this list.
0: Yes, couple. Um, getting paid. Bringing that, bringing that back down to to me, please. Some some Aussie pride. Um. Anyway, uh, Spurs have uh, re. Oh, sorry, Paddy Mills. Has- day, Nicholas. I do. I am very poor. Send me, please. Um, Paddy Mills has re-signed with the Spurs. Uh, four-year, fifty. 50- Oh, sorry, my eyes just went blurry there. That, that was really weird. Fifty million dollar um, uh, deal, Jack. Thoughts, comments, queries. Yep,
1: um, great, 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 great signing for the Spurs. Um, Paddy Mills. You know, if Tony Parker's on his way, he could become the number one point guard soon. And at a for me, this is a bargain rate. I feel like um, if he explored his options a bit more, I feel like he could have rivaled what jeff t could have gotten that 19 million dollars per year range but um you know he's got that um security with the length of the deal and you know he has such a great relationship with the spurs organization great popovich and you know um all power to patty um one of the great great australian athletes in the world right now um so yeah great great work by the spurs great work to patty um Enough said from by me. What do you think, Nick?
0: Well, it's a very Spurs deal, isn't it? Um, long, long term shows loyalty. Not much money, and you, like you said, I mean, it's a more of a courtesy from Mills's perspective. It's like, hey, I love you guys. I'd love to stay around. Great organization, and it's it's just a deal that helps everyone. Yeah. So no. it's like I said, it's a very, very spursy, spursy deal, um, and I just I, I love the sort of community that they've got there. That this is just, yeah, I, you know, this is this is normal. No worries. Um It would be a brilliant yeah. franchise to play for. I mean, it, that's yeah, they're
1: the envy of yeah. the NBA in so many ways, and 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 this is the reason why they can sign players like Patty Mills at a bargain. Um, <laughs> But for someone who didn't sign at a bargain rate, I'll skip the guy who's on our list, Nicholas, because I want to have a nice segue here. Um, Drew Holiday re-signed with the New Orleans Pelicans for five years at $126 million, and that fifth year being a player option, um, which bewilders me for some reason. Um, Nick, thoughts on this? Um, what's, I mean, there's a lot of uh, complexities to this deal. Um, what do you think?
0: I mean, I, f- I kind of feel that they had to. Yeah, like they were kind I of agree. cornholed into it with signing Cousins and Davis. I mean, this is their plan. It involved Drew Holiday and Drew Holiday knew that. And it'd just be like, I want as much money as you can give me. Um, You know, it, it's more him taking advantage, not so much him taking advantage, but they're confident in his abilities with this team. It's only been half a season. So we still don't know. It's still fresh. Um, but it's going to be a bit of a stretch, I think, come that fifth year, yeah. um, when he's getting paid a crap ton of money. But you can you can I do that. The, the... You can do that with every contract, though. Every contract yeah. that is a max deal or a near max deal, um, and you look at that. You look at those final years and just like, oh, you you're probably gonna be a bit of a liability there. Like you're getting to towards the end. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen in, in five years. He's still young. I think he's 27. Uh, Drew holiday. Um, so in five years, he's still going to be well in his, in his prime. Um, but uh, from what I've, from what I've seen, he's not going to be a super duper duper star. Um, yeah.
1: Um, and, and Nick, I think the, the point you make is valid. The, the fact that they were cornhole. Um, if Drew had have left, which there were rumblings that, that, that it could have happened. Um, the The Pelicans would have only had $13 million to sort of sign a, a guard, a, a starting point guard. And, I mean, Paddy Mills did make less than that, but he was never going to sign for the Pelicans or a player of that ilk was never going to sign for that sort of... They, they could have probably only got a player like a Darren Collison or, or a Ty Lawson. Um, so you, you're sort of forced to pay Drew Holiday that amount. Drew has a great relationship with the organization following... Um, the the issues that he's had with his wife um going through some health problems and the support that the pelicans gave him so uh, i mean i'm happy for him um he need, he and i'm stealing this quote directly from the ringer um drew holiday got paid like a superstar he needs to play like a superstar now mm. yes it is a very heavy western conference and a heavy glut in the point guns in the nba but you know he has the talent um it's just the system and that you were talking about with yeah. Boogie and Anthony Davis, yeah. the the training camp is going to be really in the start of the season. That chemistry that they're going to have to get—that's a nice big three. Um, you know, Drew was a was a great young talent um, on the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, it's just you know he's definitely he's he averages last year. He averages at fifteen and a half points per game, seven assists, forty five percent from the field, thirty six from three. Uh, those are good stats. Mm. Um, he's just going to have to. Either elevate those assist levels, um, elevate his efficiency, because you know the, the Pelicans. This is what they have now, and they have to do it going forward. Um, I'm not you know, sure could that lead. it's.
0: I'm not sure that it's any deficiencies in the um, in the players themselves. I mean, you look at those three players, and you're just like, yeah, playoff team. It, on, on paper, I think paper. The, the system. Yeah. The system. If anything's going to fail. You know, it could it could be the players, but I I think it it would be the system. Um, from what we saw so far, doesn't seem like it's gonna work. I mean they they weren't too crash hot after um all star break, I believe. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I don't think they got better. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, like you said, it's this all important training camp, uh, and their start their start is gonna be um. Is gonna be big, I think. If they can get a good start, then they'll be well in their way. You know, they silence their critics. Um, but if they start poorly, I think the pressures just gotta mount, and they could crack underneath it. Um, well, mate.
1: Sorry, mate. An ad popped a, up when I was looking up some stats.
0: Got a bit excited yeah. there. Um, we might take a break here. We've been talking for a while. Um, on the other side, we've got some more free agency news. Stay with us.
1: Listening to JBT Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at the JMan JBT.
0: Welcome back to JBT Podcast. We will start. Oh, we'll, we re, we'll pick up where we left off with the free agency signings. Um, the Warriors. Um, Sean Livingston has re signed with the Warriors for three years, 24 million, with a third year partially guaranteed. Um, Jack, this was really his. This was his moment. I mean, he could have left, uh, get get that fat fat paycheck, uh, but he decided to stay. Showed a bit of loyalty. Get some rings. Um, what do you what do you make of this?
1: Oh, I like it very much on the on the Warriors end um, for the organization.
0: Yeah, great um, great contract averaged, for the Warriors.
1: Oh, absolutely. He he averaged eleven points, five assists, four rebounds per thirty six um, in the last three seasons um, per Basketball Reference. Those are some those are some great stats, and he's a uh, an invaluable piece to their to their bench lineup alongside Andre Iguodala, who we'll get to incredibly shortly. Um, yeah, great move by the Warriors, and we're happy for for Sean because he's had a, a a huge injury history, but he um he finally was on the way up when um he had that big breakout season with my Nets, and you know I've got a soft spot for the kid because you know he used to be. Down in Brooklyn, and now he's um out there winning championships with the the Warriors. Good on him, um, Iggy Nicholas. What did Andre Iguodala sign?
0: Uh, resigned, more like it. He resigned, re-signed with the um with where is he? Golden State Warriors, of course. That's the team. Who could forget? Three years, forty-eight million dollars. Same sort of thing with the um uh with Livingston. I think it's a it's a good contract for Golden State Warriors. He's a very very valuable piece on that team. Um. And they're going to win many a championship. And he's going to end end his career potentially with four-plus rings, which is incredible. Yep. <laughs> which is incredible.
1: I, I think he, um, in terms of if we're at, like comparing the Warriors to Golden State and um, Livingston to Iguodala contract-wise, I think Iggy got paid significantly better for his age and his production. Um, he is... His injury history his age is catching up to him. Livingston, yes, is thirty-one, but because of his, he's almost like gotten out all of his injuries earlier in his career. He's like playing like a twenty-nine-year-old.
0: That's, that's not how um, injuries work, Jack. <laughs> <shut> up, Nicholas.
1: <laughs> but I, I think Livingston has more longevity to him than guitar. I think that that's safe to say. Um oh, but, just you know, the style Iguodar- of play.
0: The style of play doesn't translate as an old man. Yeah. Uh, unless you're as physically I mean, fit as LeBron James, it doesn't. You know that that rough and tumble sort of sort of play. It will. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I agree with you.
1: But yeah, and in, in, in the end, this is going to take the, the Warriors into the luxury. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it's all going to be worth it because they're going to win four billion rings and make millions and millions of dollars, and Clay Thompson's going to be dancing in China till he dies.
0: The bloody. <laughs> the... <laughs> 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 that was that was great. Um, the shirt sales alone will cover the luxury tax. Don't you worry oh, about I that. About Don't you worry about that. I'm buying a Zaza shirt. There is no doubt in my mind.
1: <laughs> I hate you.
0: <laughs> so much. Speaking of hating people... Nah, this, that was a bad seg- there, there was some. They come and go, the segways. You uh, like JJ Reddit? No, I, I like him. I actually do like him. He's a good shooter. Anyway, the Sixers signed him, by the way. Uh, one year, $23 million. Um... The length of the contract, Jack, you wanna do you wanna discuss with me the reasons for the one year?
1: Um look I am a bit perplexed as well, Nicholas, because there was uh, there were certainly other teams after him in terms of, you know, the Nets were on the radar. Um he, he could have re signed with the, the, the Clippers for um a, a, a lengthier contract, but twenty three million dollars is a lot of money for a year and getting hmm. in with the sixes like, with J.J. Reddick, I think they're a playoff team now. They, they, we were saying, I think it was last week, the fact that they need shooting to complement Ben Simmons, um, Covington, uh, and Markel Fultz, and a shooting guard. And this, J.J. Redick is one of, if not the best three-point shooters in the NBA right now, behind, you know, Stephen Clay. I'd probably have him as the third best.
0: So, with, yeah, with Reddick, your starting lineup is looking Fultz, Reddick, Simmons, Covington?
1: Sharich. Uh, no, Sharich at the probably. four? Sharrich at the Sharrich four? Or Covington, depending yeah. on the lineups.
0: Um, and yeah. indeed, That is a... Jesus Christ. That is an amazing.
1: <laughs>
0: that is amazing. Um, not to mention, everyone's bailed on the East. So, you know, it, it'll be easier than ever to get into that spot. Um, True. Yeah, I mean, I can see this. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that the Sixers will make the playoffs this year. Considering where they were... Two months ago,
1: because they're trusting the process. They are trusting the
0: process; it is coming to fruition. This is great. Um, I like it. I I feel the the length of the contract is more on the Sixers' part. So it was like, oh, we'll we'll see how this works. More thing, but it's a lot of money just to splash on a yeah, like you said, like a one-year deal. But it's done. That that lineup is going to be very, very scary uh, for for the East. Yes. Um, Definitely. So, next up, last one we've got here. Well, there are some more, but no more as exciting as this one. Oh, baby. Joe Thringles has re-signed with the Jazz. Uh, Keep that good Australian thing going in Utah. Four years, $52 million. I feel this is about right for Thringles. I mean, I I love him. I I I think he's a great player. Yeah,
1: he's he's thirty years old, so the length um the length, is, yeah,
0: the length. Yeah. But he hasn't he hasn't
1: had a an extensive career in the NBA, so I mean he's his 30 style years of play isn't
0: exactly you know, it, it taxing. Yeah, it's not taxing. That's right. I mean no. so long as he can hit the three, he is he will be profitable on this team.
1: And he is defensive, he's the perfect yes. sort of three and D wing that, that the NBA wants. Um Plus, you know, he can he can pass pretty well. And I think the key here, Nick, is is how this is going to affect Gordon Hayward's free agency mm. who we will get to in our alternative facts segment later on. Um, Joe Ingles is apparently uh, Gordon Hayward's best friend in Utah. So I think re-signing him, getting Ricky Rubio, um, all those pieces are coming together. I want Gordon Hayward to stay a la Sam Smith style, hashtag Staywood. But you know his meeting with the Miami Heat, which we will speak about, um, the interest he's getting from the Celtics, which we will speak about as well. It's the the the, the chess pieces. It, it's certainly not checkmate for any of those teams yet. But um, let's move on quickly to some lesser signings, Nicholas. Who are the the lesser uh, you know the lesser players who made some signings and trades with um with some teams?
0: Uh, so Felicio has re-signed with the Bulls at a pretty decent deal as well. Like I'm pretty sure he's getting paid a decent amount. Um they're overpaying him. I don't have the number right in front of me, but I'm fairly Boy, sure it's a very decent. Brilliant. Yeah, that's a decent deal. Um Tony Snell's re-signed with the Bucks. PJ Tucker with the Rockets. Um Amir Johnson is signed with the Sixers. Jose Calderon is signed with the Cavs. Um too little too late. Uh, David West has re-signed with the Warriors as well, a few of the lesser deals happening around the association um, so far, and it's still a long free agency ahead uh, as we look into some pending free agents um, and it, it, uh, are we playing uh, alternative fact here?
1: Look, I reckon Nick Lee, we saved the alternative facts for later on because some of these players are in our alternative facts, but For the free agents that are still remaining and stay tuned to JVT pod for all the the latest free agent news, Kevin Durant, Gordon Hayward, Paul Millsap, Carl Lowry, Sturge Barker, George Hill, Rudy Gay, Contavious Cobble Pope, Otto Porter, Danilo Danilo Gallinari, among many others. Those are your top ones that are still remaining. Plenty of deals still to be done, Nicholas, but um, let's get to some NBA news other than free agency.
0: The NBA is a big world, mate. And there is a lot happening outside of free agency. Um, Phil Jackson is no more. Praise be Jesus or, you know. Allah. Yeah, him. He's a top bloke. Um, Yeah, Jackson is gone. Phil Jackson is gone and he will no longer stink up New York. Thank God. Um, Thank God. In related news, Knicks are targeting Raptors president Masai Ujiri. which is interesting. Apparently the team would also take Dennis Smith Jr. Um, had Phil been fired before the draft. Um, so do I even have to ask you what, you know, of of Phil Jackson's tenure at the Knicks, what would you rate it? I mean, I'm not sure if I have to ask you. It can't go I negatives. Look, uh, it can't go negatives.
1: Uh, I was going to say, like, negative seven. Um, but I've, I've developed a more balanced view, Nicholas, as we do by becoming informed citizens of the world. So I've been reading up a bit on it. And, yes, um, he he's made some okay moves. Um, but I don't think he deserves the credit for the signing of Chris Apsporzingas and Willy Henne and Gomez. I think that goes to his other front office members who swayed him into those because he also wanted to trade Chris Apsporzingas. Um, mm-hmm. And he was the one who also gave Carmelo Anthony that no trade clause and wanted to push him out further than anyone. Hashtag team mellow. He paid Joe Noah a ridiculously outrageous contract, who is probably the worst contract in the NBA with wild Dangs. And Courtney Lee was probably an average signing. And I mean, for the Knicks, you know, that's good. Um, but you know, James Dolan has had to pay out him millions and millions of dollars. He'll be making like uh, I read some. I think he made six hundred and sixty thousand dollars per Knicks win in his tenure with the the New York Knicks. Now um, that's a
0: lot of money, Nicholas. <laughs> I'd take $660,000. dollars. That is a fair chunk of cash. Oh God! It, I love the fact that it's just—it just feels like it's like fuck it. I'm getting paid. I didn't want this job in the first place. You got me in with the amount of money, and I'm just gonna half-ass it.
1: Re- George Costanza it when is he the was american
0: it is the american way it's the american right. way of work and i love it right. um but um, he's also a dick so like it goes both that's ways. the american way as well exactly um <laughs> that's racist <laughs> that in <laughs> turn is, is itself right it is its own racism <laughs> Good it job, is a Jack. Bit, but you I mean, I,
1: I posted on Twitter earlier in the week, Nicholas, and I, and I, I saw that you saw it. Um, one that's been making the waves, and I, I'm going to take credit for for this starting because I, I didn't see it anywhere until I started this shit. Um, David Griffin recently fired by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Get him to the Knicks. Make it happen. Hashtag fire Phil Jackson. I reckon he would be a perfect fit. Him or um, or Sam Hinckley, uh recently fired by the the trust the process. Uh, Man himself, the God himself. Those two would be absolutely perfect for the Knicks. But um, we've got some more rumblings about what might happen in our alternative facts section. So we'll leave the Knicks there. Um, Before we head to a break, Sixers owner Joshua Harris um, said that extending Joel Embiid's contract is a priority for the team this summer. Um, A max contract for Embiid would be five years at about $130 million so, the Sixers may have some leverage to negotiate that down to four years at about 100 mil um, due to Embiid's injury history, a la sort of what happened with uh, Steph Curry and the Warriors, where he signed that four year, $44 million deal. Um, I like that the Sixers are backing in their guy. Um, it's going to be interesting. Um, so, you know, definitely stay tuned for when, how, how this all plays out because. Talent-wise, Embiid is a max player. Injury-wise, he you're not going to pay him $130 million for five years. So I think there's definitely going to have to be some negotiation. And the Sixers have supported him through that way since he was drafted in 2014 and he didn't play. And you know the process has come to fruition. So I think there needs to be um, some goodwill on both sides. But, Nick, did you want to say anything about that before we head to a break quickly?
0: Oh, no, just when you're comparing it, any contract to that of the original Steph Curry one, you know, you're in good company. Um, I mean, he just, he just signed the highest paid contract in NBA and American sporting history. So, you know, it's, it's good times and it shows, it shows good faith to say, Hey, we love Embiid. We want to give him the max deal. Um, But like you said, it'll, it'll take cooperations from both sides to say, listen, you're injury prone and we'd love to have you at at a reduced rate to help out the organization, and we can do that. We we have the grounds to do that because you're injury-fucked, more or less, um, to put it bluntly. But, yeah, no, it, it, it's a good time to be a uh, 76ers fan, definitely. And with, break time? Yep. With that, we will take a break, and we'll have some more discussion points on the other side. Stay with us. You're listening to JBT Podcast. Be sure to give us a rating on iTunes. Welcome back to JBT Podcast. Jack, take the wheel.
1: Got it, mate. Um, so last week we, we debuted a segment uh, called Hashtag Alternative Facts. So this is where we've compiled all the recent rumors, rumblings around the association, and we rate their likelihood of occurring, rating them on a scale of alternative fact, meaning, you know, very unlikely. Uh, Wikipedia fact means, you know, it's got some validity to it. Um, you know, we might source it in a in an essay to uh, real fact which is mainly it's gonna happen
0: it's a scale, so Nick. it's a scale jack that i like to call the busink manuel scale <laughs> oh nicholas we've
1: become like it's... you know einstein's theory of relativity we exactly the, we're a the thing manual, the manual scale.
0: we are a thing the the busink manuel scale of three
1: all right
0: <laughs> it's an extensive scale <laughs> It's not, it doesn't have to be a big
1: scale. You know, it, it, it's it's simpler. We're simple men. Exactly. We only like three things.
0: It's like, not about it. it's uh, not about the size. It's how you use it. Isn't that right, right, Jack? It's
1: all about efficiency. And that's what we're about at JBT. Fast efficiency. and quick. We're all about it, Nicholas. So let's do some fast and quick alternative facts. Uh, Hayward, Gordon Hayward had a meeting with uh, the Miami Heat last night that reportedly went very well. Uh, posted on the Facebook, saw some of our listeners have seen. Uh, Hassan Whiteside was in attendance. Pat Riley. Uh, you know, it's it seemed like uh, there's a strong likelihood that he may head to South Beach. Nicholas, where does this rate on the bucink Manuel scale?
0: You're making yourself sound Spanish, there, mate, and I like it for the for the <laughs> for the context of the scale. I like it because your name's too bogan. So the Busick-Manuel <laughs> oh, scale yeah, is it. much better. Um, All right. But I, I would, I'd have to give this a hashtag alternative fact. Alternative? Alternative. Mate. Not even a Wikipedia. There, if Ooh, he, if he goes somewhere, he's going to the Celtics, but he's not going nah. anywhere. That's, nah, that, that's um... a, mate, this is a definitive scale. And you ask me, this isn't, this isn't some opinion. Manuel's scale, so can't I, like, isn't my input
1: like, aren't there two points of the scale? Like, you have your little blue circle, I have a little bit of a red
0: circle. Don't discuss some science I, between the scale, of the scale. You don't know how it <laughs> works.
1: Just mentioned the scale about 40 seconds ago, but, <laughs> um, but on my uh, end of the scale, I'm putting this in Wiki- Wikipedia. I reckon there's the the Miami Heat are a Spurs-like organization where players want to go, they want to play. Um, I think there's some serious validity in it. And the presentation apparently revolved around highlighting Gordon Haywood as being like a legit scorer, being, um, you know, uh, uh, like he already is, but like taking that game to the next level. Um, he'd make the Miami Heat an infinitely better team um, that have a nice sort of young-ish big three with Hassan Whiteside, Gordon Dragic, and Gordon Hayward that would fit together quite perfectly and seamlessly. So I'm giving this Wikipedia, mate. and Whether it's like, you know, one of those Wikipedia pages that can be edited by anyone, like, you know, changing the fact that, like, you know, Peter Griffin is the real David Griffin or something, like, you know, how randos can just edit the page, or whether this is like, you know, an official Wikipedia. It's leaning more in the middle. So... I'm not as alternative as you, mate. I'm I'm gone with Wiki. So, um, what's the next one we got? We got um, some Knicks news. We were, we said we were going to get to
0: mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas. Zeke has um, been rumored to take a position in the Knicks front office. Uh, recently, been left there. Um, I don't... just from the tweet he he came out. This is it's an this is this is hashtag alternative fact for me. I mean, he's it's happy where he is. There's no it's reason. It's as
1: alternative as like listening to the Smiths on a rainy Sunday in London. It's e- an alternative as shit.
0: Exactly, exactly. Is that all there? needs to be said. I mean, he, he's not going. I mean, wh- wh- how did yeah. this even start? He,
1: um, it was brought up by New York media, and I mean, it's New York media. So what do you expect? Um, but to quote his tweet, we'll quote it and we'll move on. Um. Isaiah Thomas Zeke came out and said, "I'm not interested in joining the New York in, at New York Knicks. I'm happy with the New York Liberty, um, which is, I believe, is it the D League or the women's franchise. I'm not sure. And NBA TV. I wish the best for the Knicks and Phil Jackson. Um, nice little um, wish for the Phil Jackson there, because I think Phil's going to be fine. Zeke, he's going to be fine. But yeah, uh, Griffin, uh, Ujiri, who I think is less likely, and Sam Hinkie look a lot more likely." To take over from Phil Jackson. Nicholas, another one which came up last night. Um, I chucked it in. Um, Rudy Gay to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Following a very cryptic tweet from Enos Cantor. Um, league sources tell Enos Cantor, shocked face emoji. There's a photo of uh, Rudy Gay having a locker next to Russell Westbrook. Nicholas, where does this go? This one's an intriguing uh scale rating i believe
0: i'm I'm, I'm not sure where it goes you give me this before the photo comes out and i'm just like what are you doing get out get out get out but the god God, why why enos why (laughs) because his name's Enos. enos 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 mate it's enos i call him enos it's enos I want to look it up on Wikipedia. You, <laughs> just,
1: speaking of Wikipedia, I want to look it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> but you, you keep talking it about It just the, undermines the, fire, like. the whole. Anyway,
0: um, no, oh, yet, yeah, but yes. I'm not making <laughs> much. I'm not. I'm <laughs> so not making much Wikipedia sense. No, nah, I think it's more. I think it's more ironed on than that. Hashtag, hashtag fact. Wait,
1: what's Hasht- what? Well, what, what,
0: wow, what, that's the first what, fact the, we've got of the day. Sure. Why? Why would this? I just don't know why he would post a photo like this. Like why would OKC go to this much trouble? I I don't know. But if this doesn't happen either something majorly has fallen through or it's just like some big joke. I and I'm not well, I'm not laughing Ennis. It's not funny. But to be fair, the other team
1: that's had some really strong interest in gay services is the San Antonio Spurs. So I think there's some... Um, I think it's a battle between two because um, the I literally had to edit the doc last night after Iguodala signed his contract because Rudy Gay was also receiving some interest from the Golden State Warriors if Iguodala were to leave. But, Nicholas, um, I've got a YouTube video. I want to play it very quickly. It says how to pronounce Enos Cantor. So let me know if you hear this, mate. Ennis Cantor. See, Ennis. 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 But let me let me see. There's another one. That's what's the go to the next rumor for me. And while I find this video. All
0: right. All right. How? Why would people watch? I guess we're we're literally the ones watching them right now.
1: This one's had three thousand views. So clearly <laughs> people don't know how to say his name. I don't
0: get that. Three thousand. All right.
1: 000, all right.
0: Before, before
1: we move on. All right. Ennis Cantor. <laughs> Edis Cantier Oh right, we are calling him Edith Cantier from now on.
0: Cantier <laughs> Oh love it, love it. <laughs> anyway.
1: Alright. Moving on, Nicholas, this one relates strip boat like so much for you and me, we might dedicate a whole podcast to this. How long have we got?
0: Not long, mate. <laughs> not not <laughs> long not long enough. No time is long enough uh, to talk about the Wizards and the Nets, less so the Nets, um, but Otto Porter yeah. to the Nets. Uh, mate, I'm, I'm giving this one a, a, a cheeky Wikipedia, hashtag Wikipedia Ew. fact. Um, I feel that he might want to know what it's like to be in the limelight, perhaps. Yeah. Nope. That would yep. that'd literally be the only reason why he would leave.
1: Oh, we can offer them uh, probably more money as well. We've got max room to offer. Yeah, so it, it, it's true. The, the strong rumors that have related to to my nets have been Contavious Caldwell-Pope and Otto Porter um, offering max deals to either of them. Now, I wouldn't mind either. He's them. not they're a max young. guy, though.
0: He's not, he's not a max look, guy. Look, neither of them
1: are max guys, but we need to give that money to someone. And, you know, we're not going to get Gordon Haywood. We're not going to get Kevin Durant. Um, and they're both young prospects, Otto Porter um, on the plus side has, you know, is one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA, um, percentage-wise. Contavious Caldwell-Pope is one of the best young defenders in the NBA, but his jump shot um, certainly needs to be improved. But with Kenny Atkinson, who's known as being one of the best player development coaches in the NBA um, previously with the Knicks, I feel like he could take Contavious Caldwell-Pope and make him a a legit three-point shooter. But um i'll also give it a, a cheeky wiki nicholas a cheeky wiki um because there's definitely some legitis- legitimacy to it but um whether it happens uh, remains to be seen um you know stay tuned i'm sure next week when free agency starts to cool down a little bit we may have some more news relating to that but um a big big name in terms of uh the nba circles Derek rose to the spurs so According to Bleacher Report and the Daily News, he is a long shot to resign with the Knicks. But then yesterday, I got a Bleacher Report notification saying that the Knicks are strongly interested in resigning him. Nicholas, um, we need to make it music, Manuel scale. Let's define it. Where Where is it? The people need to know.
0: <sighs> Hashtag alternative fact.
1: Ooh.
0: For the Spurs. So I. For the Spurs. I. No, no, no. But I. I. Somehow, it's more gut feeling than anything. I somehow feel that the that Knicks will re sign him. Just the uh, fact that I, they've I, shown I... interest in it, which baffles me. Yeah. I've got no idea why they would why they would want him. But the fact that they've come out and said we we want to re sign him, I I think that Rose will will just take it. Yeah, be I like, yeah, shit. Chance. New York's a good place to live in.
1: And I think that Phil Don knows Jackson's around gone. him. Yeah, I think the dominoes around him um, that have fallen. Jeff Teague was um, reportedly rumoured to be uh, strongly interested by the Knicks. He's um, signed for Timberwolves. Paddy Mills has signed with the um, the Spurs. He is a much better player and on a much better contract than you're likely to offer Derek Rose. He said earlier in the season he was wanting a max. There's no way any team is going to offer that to him. Um, I think by process of elimination, this is almost a real fact in the f- real fact for the Knicks, um, the fact that he's going to stay because they've got no other real options. They've wanted Larry for so long, um, but I don't think they're going to pay him or don't think they can afford him. Um, George Hill will gauge some interest because he's a very good player, but I don't think he's going to be interested in moving from the Jazz or like let alone the Jazz to the Knicks. Um it, I don't see where he fits in, um, so I think yeah, we, we've sort of come to agreements with that. But we've got two more: Nicholas, Carmelo, Anthony. You know, he's been wanting out of um, New York for quite a while, but uh, that no trade clause has been a, a, a big sort of clause that has kept him there, um, and he doesn't want to go unless you he could say to that. that
0: you, you could say, Jack, that the no trade clause is a clo- clause in which there will be no trade. that is exactly Uh, how you phrased it It's like oh the no trades clause is a clause in which he won't be traded this is like well yes Jack, that's exactly uh, what a no trade clause is some people
1: might have thought that it was a santa Claus trade, nicholas you know there's different clause meanings out there all right we need to define it this is this is the defining segment for us
0: you're 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 informing you're Um, informing the people jack good job um all right, more to the Rockets.
1: Uh, where is it on our scale, Nicholas?
0: Not high. Can they even afford him? Uh,
1: like, if he wants to go, it, it obviously they'd have to. If...
0: They'd have to. But would they have to move some money around for him? I, well, I guess they I mean, off, they Sunday, offloaded a shit ton of of people. So, and after something,
1: PJ Tucker, um, it, I mean, he was on a bargain deal anyway. It was only thirty two million over four years um but i think if mello were to go anywhere it's more likely that i think um he would head to the cavs um you know kevin loves the cold kevin love for mello thing has been a rumor for you know a, a year basically but um i, I think but he's then more but i'm giving it stop.
0: a hashtag alternative fact he's not leaving he's not leaving the Knicks. yeah i i i, I don't agree. think he's leaving I, the I Knicks. Think... He's, he'll see out the rest of his contract he won't he will not waive that no trade clause um Phil Jackson's gone. Problem solved. That's the yep. that that was the defining factor for me. I mean, there's no reason for him to leave now. He clearly has no desire of winning, as he would have left a long time ago. Um He just likes it in New York. He's having fun. Let him go. That yep. is all.
1: I think I think um we have a nice segue, Nicholas. If you uh, do, you want to take it or I, I like the nice segue. But I, I like segue
0: a... with Mello staying with the Knicks, LeBron and CP three to the Knicks in 2018, pending their free agency. Oh, CP three is not a free agent. He just got signed. Yeah. Oh he... no. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. 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 Yep. Pending their free agency. What do you reckon? And
1: uh, we're going to get up a Facebook post once Chaz does a, a Photoshop for us um, because I think this could get some serious traction. And it was a rumor brought up by Jalen Jacoby. The, the whole rumor of the Banana Boat squad joining forces, um, you know, D-Wade's in Miami right now, CP3's out in Houston with James Harden, LeBron's at in Cleveland. Wade is uh, in, sorry, Chicago. in Chicago. Sorry, my bad. Um, he's in Chicago. Um, I think that. I'm putting this as Wikipedia. I'm not, I'm not, this ain't
0: alternative. Mate, yeah, this is, this is alternative for me. It, there's it's, no, it, it's I, not real because there's so much things that have to happen, but it's not completely
1: alternative that it, it, it will, there is no chance of it happening. There, I feel like it there is no Wikipedia. chance of it happening. <laughs> there is a chance of it happening. Nicholas. There is I, no I'm, reason
0: why at that point, the uh, James Dolan, let's just say at this point um, would want, an aging like I'm I'm sure they're still going to be really good don't obviously LeBron and CP3 they're not going to fall off a bridge right now if they try to bring back a um a banana banana boat squad in Dwayne Wade and keep Mallow there they're not they're not going to be a good team they're not going to be great and I don't think um, I don't think LeBron's going to settle for that either
1: but would that team I mean the rumor has been LeBron to the Lakers but wouldn't he prefer not? Wouldn't he prefer to be in the East, where he is still going to dominate the conference? And if he had CP3, D Wade, and Melo alongside him, that's still going to be the best team in the East by he, a country mile. He is
0: going to will it.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. With, the
0: Celtics, with, unless with we're talking next year, twenty eighteen twenty eighteen season. So the start I... of so the start not not this coming season, the season after. A 76 is not going to be a force to be reckoned with in the East. The
1: bucks would be as well. I, bucks, I, I think the, yes. bucks
0: are the wizards, the bucks are hello,
1: but shut up, Nicholas, the wizards, unless you guys somehow get Paul George after this year, you got no chance, mate. Um, and you know, John Wall can sign as much money as he wants. So that happened. Happen. <laughs> oh, I, I think there's a, there's some legitimacy to it happening. Um, I mean, a, a lot has to fall into place. Um, I mean there's already some rumblings that LeBron isn't happy with Dan Gilbert after the, the Griffin firing and you know, they haven't picked up anyone in free agency. They're still the best team in the east right now, but you know the, the, like we said, the Bucks, the Celtics and the Sixers are on the come up. Um, they, moves need to be made for LeBron to still be you know, the best in the NBA because the Golden State Warriors are far and above beyond everyone else. Hmm. So I think it's more I think it's more likely that he goes to the Knicks with the with his boys than he goes to the Lakers with Paul George.
0: That that's just me. He's going to um, make on, the on, I'm talking specifically for LeBron. He's going to make the best decision to win him another ring and I do not see the Knicks being that decision.
1: Do you think, uh, uh, in terms of the Knicks or the Lakers' room, what do you think is more likely to happen? I think it's the Knicks, like I said, but what do you think?
0: I don't, I don't know. He he could take on the West. I mean, I can see that happening. He's been forever an East dude. Um, this will be a new challenge for him, and it'll be the ultimate the ultimate victory if he can win the West. Like he was the man who conquered everyone, you know. This it'd be it, it writes a good story, whether he wants to well, do does. that or not. I mean, that's a that's another story. If I was if I was in LeBron's shoes, I would, I would want to try and conquer the West at the moment because I know I'm the greatest player in the world, possibly of all time. Um, why not try and achieve everything? You know, that's just me. That's just me. I try to win as many rings as I can, and I, I just don't see the Knicks being that force in the next four years.
1: Yeah, I look. I, I feel like yeah, the, it's watch this space. I feel like it's a watch this space Wikipedia fact that could happen. Um, but we got one more DP, Nicholas. Did you Not, wanna? Did you wanna?
0: Um, is this our? Uh, is this our ending DP or?
1: This is our ending DP ooh, of ooh. the week, my friend.
0: Final one. I'm getting goosebumps.
1: All right. Getting
0: man. There was a uh, poll put out by um, ESPN, NBA ESPN, saying who is the best backcourt in the NBA? And this is something that warrants some discussion. So we've got uh, Chris Paul and James Harden, uh, Curry Thompson, John Wall and Bradley Beal, or Video Game Dame and 3J McCollum. Only the four there. Um. Obviously, there are only a finite amount of uh, things you can put in a poll. But, um, okay, you, you, you discuss yours, because I think I've got a, a, a bit more uh, a bit more bias in me than I thought. Oh, wow. <laughs> you, surprise, you,
1: surprise. <laughs> it's going to be like wool and Bill and who are like number one, and then everyone else is just number two. Like, it's that's just all it is for you. I want to rank um firstly we'll go to the results of um the the poll espn post on twitter and then i'll discuss my top four so uh the poll had curry and thompson getting 36 percent of the vote uh chris paul and james harden garnered 31 percent your boys came third wall and bill was 17 percent uh and just behind them lillard and mccollum with 16 percent um i would probably rank it the same as this poll has, where Cohen Thompson are number one, Chris Paul and James Harden are number two, uh, Wall and Beal are number three, and Lillard and McCollum are number four. Lillard and McCollum, I, I feel like this stat is, and the, the results um, are very reflective of what I think as well. Um, Chris Paul and James Harden could become the best um, backcourt in the NBA because right now they are probably the two best point guards in the NBA. Um, so... Uh,
0: God. <laughs> I think <laughs>
1: Seth and <laughs> Clyde Thompson um, are your best pure point guard, pure, pure shooting guard combination. Um, Wool and Beal uh, certainly uh, are on the come up in, in that regard. <laughs> Shut up, you farting bastard. Um, but yeah, they're my top <laughs> four. <laughs> Stop laughing. Um Nick, your bias. Uh, can you be objective in this DP?
0: It's so hard to put Paul and Hart like it's not fair to put Paul and Hart in there. They haven't played a single game together. Um, but
1: they're the two best point guards in the NBA. They are.
0: And I, and I'm saying I would put them higher than Curry and Thompson because their ceiling is tremendous. Like that, that you, team. Did you say you would put your boys above Curry and Thompson. I've no. I said that I've got more, oh. a bit more bias in me than I thought. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm not insane. Um, what? I, I mean, I would put Paul and but, it you say I say that, but it's so hard to say. You know, I, I wouldn't even put. I, you can't put them in this poll at all, for me. It's too hard to so say you're... because. Currently, I would put them above Curry, Curry and Thompson because the, you know, I've got this massive hype around this team up, this team. Um, their ceiling is huge. It's just a matter of what you know. You put um, Anthony Davis and Boogie on the same team, and everyone, just, fuck, everyone loses their minds. But you know, realistically, can they work together? How do the minutes? Um, how do the minutes distribute? How's the system with these new players? a lot of things can change that and we haven't seen anything so it's so hard to rank these so I'm not going to I'm, I'm taking a you're, strike no, you're nah.
1: literally refusing to rank them I'm you just,
0: are I'm, I'm going Paul and, Paul and Harden 1 I would say just, Nick, I just you were for the, just for the hype big F- yeah right, fuck it you Paul and, Paul, Paul and Harden reputation. mate you're going to let me speak or you're going to continue no. being a throbbing dick um, well <laughs>
1: I feel like this is like a we're like this is like some Fox News shit. We're just like battling over each other.
0: Um, Nick, you are wrong. It's Donald Trump. Paul, he is the greatest president of all time. God, I hate you, Um, Paul and Harden at number one. Curry and Thompson two. But not far behind them is Wall and Beal. Surprise, surprise. Um, Hey, they had a tremendous playoffs. It's the same thing that happened to the Raptors backcourt. They had that amazing playoffs, and they had that amazing next regular season. Do you, do you remember when yeah. that happened last season? Um, I did. Who knows what will happen with these two? I mean, these guys could, these guys could become the best backcourt in at least the East. Well, definitely the East.
1: I think Lillard and McCollum are going to be the most underrated
0: duo. Oh, definitely, like, definitely, definitely, like, definitely. They they have, have forever like- flown under the radar but it's more the fact that they haven't achieved much um, i mean
1: cuz damian lillard's never going to get an all-star again now like he's just not like chris paul oh not with um, that not with not with is. all
0: everything that's happened in the east now and, and he's still a, a fantastic player which is really sad and when you know time will time will really take a hit on lillard um because of you know his stats might be incredible but the lack of all stars, the lack of you know uh, acclaim, really, um, other than people like ourselves who are witnessing it firsthand, you know, twenty years down the track, who knows if people will still know Lillard's name?
1: And I mean, we can give a little bit of a preview for next week. We might do a, 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 our best duo as we posted it um, last week. But um, in terms of all time, they they have the potential to be Port, one of Portland's all time best duos but just quickly Nicholas. before we uh, on that um, the whole all-star in the West two of these players aren't going to make it uh, Stephen Curry Kevin Durant Clay Thompson Draymond Green Kawhi Leonard James Harden CP3 Russell Westbrook Paul George Marcus Stoll Jimmy Butler Towns Davis Cousins Lillard how do you how do you like eliminate one of those players like soul of Lillard yep <sighs> yeah,
0: as in probably. you said two players but, yeah yeah, yeah, Gasol, Gasol, and, Gasol and Lillard. Um, but it's only the only the fact like those are still amazing. Those are still two brilliant players. Um Marcusol kind of transformed himself this year. So if he does, brother. yeah, exactly. If he does more of the same, I don't think it'll be looked upon as favourably. But because it was his first yeah. season, it was like, whoa, where did this come from? Um, and Lillard gets shafted every goddamn year. I mean, look at. Did you mention Comley? No, I did not. Exactly. As well. so, I mean, like, <laughs> Comley in there as well. <laughs> how
1: stacked the West is.
0: And I'm writing another an another first. very um, underrated guard. I mean, his contract doesn't no, scream com- underrated, but yeah.
1: No, anyway, no, I mean the, the contract is is valid now, but you know we're waffling on Nicholas. We should end this.
0: We are. Um, nothing more you wanted to add? You add that little tidbit at the end. That's it. Oh
1: uh, yeah, just a couple of things. Um, I've got a, a new article. Week um, Memphis Grizzlies off season preview, which will s- certainly be interesting with uh, zebo Vince Carter, all those guys out of contracts, um, and also Nicholas. While we were recording, we hit a thousand likes. Woo! Yeah, baby! Even though, even though our own my own brother and your own best friend unliked our page, we are at a thousand likes. So, and he promised he would like us once we hit the thousand. So, get on yeah, one get thousand your and one. Here. Your big, love Justin Bieber-looking bastard. So, uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Thank beautiful, you so much to all our um, beautiful, Facebook
0: fans. Beautiful stuff. Um, just as ever, guys, thank you so much for downloading and listening to this episode of Just Ball Things NBA podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or any decent pod center. And remember to rate and review the show because it'll help others find us to help add to the conversation. Um, if you want to get in contact with us or with the show, you can hit us up on Twitter at JBT Podcast or using hashtag JBT Pod. You can get in contact with us personally on Twitter at JBT Real NJ is myself and at the J JBT is Jack. You can reach us on Facebook as many of you have. Keep on doing that. Facebook.com slash JBT Podcast or also through email at JBT at gmail.com. Remember, it's you guys that make this show great, so we appreciate any and every post heading our way. So until next week.
1: it Canter. Ines
0: hear. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.